What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Decode Podcast. Uh, this is our year in reviews, pseudo sort of type thing. Are we are we doing our top ten game of the year, game of the year shows? No. We <laughs> what we are going to do is we're going to go over <laughs> some of the the worst games that have come out that we've played, and this is a personal list. This is not like unanimously decided by everyone at Digital Era Entertainment. This is just what I felt was. The worst games I've played and the best games I've played of 2021. Gino's going to go over his games that he felt were terrible and what was great. Um, refresh off of the Game Awards from last I week. Complaints. I mean, the Game Awards is the Game Awards. Like they could have been two hours shorter. I think I don't know. I think I think an hour shorter would have been fine. No, because the pre-show shouldn't be giving out awards. Well, the pre-show gives out the awards that no one cares about. Oh my God. Then do what the Oscars do. Don't, don't show that. They, they should just like list them at the bottom of the screen exactly. or something. Exactly. But I think Jeff Keighley wants to have like the super mega production. And, and that's why he goes for a year in and year out. <sighs> and this year, like it was their first, it was their return to like having like in real life audiences. So I think he wanted to up the ante, so to speak. It didn't feel like that, honestly. No, it didn't. But, <laughs> but that's also because of the year video games has had. Is there a mini fridge in the stream room? Yes, we have. Yes, the- I have a Red Bull mini fridge. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag, Hashtag please, not, sponsor please sponsor us. us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of left it here one day and I just kind of threw it in here. Because there's nowhere else for me to put it. I kid you not, that just showed Red up Red Bull, day. it gives you wings. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um but yeah like the game awards i don't i like i don't i don't know what people are trying to expect of it i feel like like okay he, the production of it is just a solid award show yes. that showcases fine. that the industry can be taken seriously fine that i have no issue with i don't need an ad every two minutes but there wasn't an ad every two minutes. That's kind of what it felt like at some points. I mean, there's ads like every couple of awards. That's about it. <sighs> but that they, they gotta they gotta pay the bills. I know they gotta pay the bills. <laughs> this is why I think there should be an academy for gaming. But to get an academy for gaming, you have to unionize. So it's weird that you say that because there are specific awards that happen globally. Yes, yes the BAFTA. Uh, you have BAFTAs. Like yeah. Dice is its own thing for its industry. Yeah. Uh, you have the New York Gaming Awards, sure. which is they're not going to happen until like February. February. So, and then there's ours, which yeah. will hopefully be done before the holiday season. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, um, still, I, I just have, I. Uh, the, yes, I like the world premieres that they show, but world premiere loses its, its, you know, its little spike. It's like breaking news. You know, when everyone started using the word breaking news for like, oh, a puppy was saved from a tree. It's like <laughs> when you use world premiere, every, <laughs> every other trailer or almost every trailer. I mean, almost every other trailer was it. brand new. Yeah. So. You don't it's accurate. It is accurate, but it just loses its. It just loses its. It's it's, it, it's, it's done to create excitement. 
<laughs> Half those trailers did not excite me as much. No, I, I totally agree. But, you know, at least it's like, I think. Honestly, I was more excited by the creepy mimic pot. <laughs> then I was like, I want to know how that works. I want that. I want the pot. One of the things I will say about this year is like, at least it wasn't a bunch of like disappointing games winning. Cause I mean, they had, they had no other triple A titles. There's no, I think that's what helped. Like the fact <laughs> yeah. that like not a lot of stuff came out. Like gamers were like, okay, we're going to go with this one. Um, which is good. We want that. Yeah. Um, this is, I think the first time I've, I agreed with almost all of the awards. A majority of them, I definitely can say I agreed with. There were I, some that I definitely raised an eyebrow. The act, the actor, one. The I never care about. I never care about that. I one. still think that the uh, the mm. actor for um, the loop game. What the hell is it called? Um, Death Loop. Yes, I think that that performance was a little better than Giant Vampire Lady. I, I, those, that's an award that I don't care for. Like, I'm like, I get that. I get like, that. <laughs> it, it, it does. It serves no purpose to interest me or intrigue me or get me excited about gaming. Um, but eventually at the, at the end of it all, uh, it takes two wound up being the game awards game of the year, which this is a count between people who voted for it. Which I'm shocked because considering the average gaming public, I half expected it to go to Resident Evil Village. And you know what I think happened? I think, you know, when, when I said with the Wii, why the Wii was popular, it dragged gaming from the from like the bedroom, the basement into the living room. Right. It takes two now kind of did the same thing, not dragging it from like not moving it room wise, but it widened the audience because it's something you had to do with your family. And with everyone being home. Because of COVID well, not only that, but you stuff like that. Play it online too. You can play it yeah. online as well. But it was something that let people connect. So it hit a wider audience, I think, than say Resident Evil. I get that. But that's that's that, 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 that fun with. That's the that's one of the issues I, I see with uh public voting as opposed to here is a game that showcases the listen, industry. Listen, the guy has been snuffed how many Oscars and he finally said I can't repeat it, but yeah, but F it off Oscars. F the Oscars. <laughs> F the Oscars. I'm like, no, he, he gets every right to say that. I mean, Joseph Harris is, he's been working in movie film, film for movie, yeah. a very long time. And his it's, move to games has been really good. You know, you I had think all of his games have actually been really good. Yeah. You had a uh, brother, Tale of Two Sons, which was, crazy emotional you had no uh no way out which was amazing <laughs> and yeah it takes two which to me was just like it, this is a cute co-op platformer thing that hits like a, a difficult a technically difficult technically difficult target i think it kind of missed the mark and it's the way it told the story a little yeah. but that's just me being a writer critic more than anything than anything else yeah I might be picky. I'm definitely picky. That's not even a might. Like I, I know I'm picky. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was glad that it won over like some of the other choices that were on there. Like seeing Deathloop win anything upset me greatly, just because like that what game did it was. Win? Uh, what did Deathloop win? 
I think best sound one of the sound designers songs. Which is fine. Which Some is random fine. thing. But no, like that's even fine. seeing it remotely nominated, I was like, why are you there? Your game is not good. No, sound design, I'll give it. It won art direction, which I'll also give it. No, not over something like Psychonauts 2 or I don't think Psychonauts 2 was part of that. Yeah, that's exactly exactly why. <laughs> I mean, the winner was Deathloop. Oh no, it was Psychonauts 2 and Kina. <laughs> were the nominees. Or, or the Out for Escape. <laughs> the Escape, yeah. It literally has R in the title, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. But like, no, like Deathloop being nominated for anything. I, I, I was just like, were we that starved for games that we had yes. to nominate Deathloop? Yes. No, I feel like there were so many other games that could have Okay, been. let me rephrase that. Was the industry that shills itself starved for games? Maybe. But that does name name the AAA titles that dropped this year. Ratchet and Clank and Returnal. Resident Evil. Forza well. Horizon 5. <laughs> Which I am happy that it did. It should have still gotten um it should have been a nominee for game of the year, in my Te- opinion. So. Technically Halo Infinite, but that launched after their Fact, cutoff yeah. period. Um I wouldn't put it up there for like game. I thought like great multiplayer, the single player campaign. I haven't eh. played it yet. I haven't played it yet. I'll play it this I week. was like, this is okay. It's serviceable. It's definitely better than Halo 5. I think <laughs> I'm the only person who liked 5. But that's also because I actually read all the books in between and what and read all the comics in between 4 and 5. And the ones that happened after 5. So I actually understand the story. <laughs> That's not even like the story part. Like as a game, the gameplay for a single player shooter was just not there. And in this one, it's like, hey, here's this open world. You can play it by yourself if you want to. But this is obviously going to be better co-op. <laughs> and that's that's what it is. You know, Halo Infinite is obviously yeah. better with yeah. a player. <laughs> but yeah, um... I just, again, I have a lot of reservations for what was shown at the Game Awards. Mm -hmm. Granted, Microsoft came out swinging with their games. I mean, Microsoft was the only company that needed announcements anyway. Yeah. I mean, Sony kind of needs announcements. No, they don't. They can coast on Horizon and God of War for like the next year. (laughs) They could coast on God of War. For sure. (laughs) Horizon has me concerned. I'm not concerned at all because I know the game's going to be all right. I'm just not like no. Super I have concern because do we have a release date for it? Yes, it's dropping February. T- okay, that game's dead in the water. Yeah. <laughs> you have Elden Ring. Anything dropping in February is going to lose to Elden Ring slash. I feel like they might delay it just because it's like February is super crowded with game releases anyway. Well, that's watch, watch. They delay it, say to like April, and then boom, Nintendo announces on the same day Breath of the Wild too. <laughs> <laughs> and, then and then we run into the same problem well, we again. had when Horizon first <laughs> came out. <laughs> Maybe that's what they've been waiting for. <laughs> that's probably what it is. <laughs> Gorillas out here, like, let's wait until what? Breath of the Wild two. We'll get them this time. <laughs> and those of us who are smart are looking at them like. No, no, stop. 
Look what happened the first time. It was literally a three-day differential. And Horizon came out. Everyone's like, yo, have you played Horizon Breath of the Wild? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's what I, I played the first hour on my PlayStation 4. And then Breath of the Wild dropped. And I completely forgot I owned the game, actually. Until my friend's like, hey, can I borrow this? I'm like, I own that? <laughs> so... At that time, oh. uh, I, the girl I was dating at the time, she was all into Horizon, which I had gotten from my PS4. Right. She didn't pick up her copy yet. And I just left it in her PS4. It's like, you can play mine because I have this Switch game that I want to play. play. Yeah. <laughs> I just, oh, my God. It, it would be it would be funny if that's what Nintendo's waiting for, for that game to be. Because it's like, Nintendo wouldn't release a Zelda game in... Nintendo would they, would they would in February. They would just to make everyone suffer. Nah. Like here, February. I think um, I think they're gonna build up the hype properly. Like they're gonna drop like a super mega trailer and then be like, it's gonna come out X. I feel like Breath of the Wild 2 is probably gonna be their holiday title. I think it's gonna be their holiday title, and we're gonna get it at E3. Probably because that's yeah. that, that's the Nintendo way. Let's that hype is, it up at like a big show. Yeah, throw it out there, and that's gonna be the booth theme and everything, like they always do. Honestly, if I could do like one sort of pseudo production for next year, I feel like Nintendo's E three next year is like Breath of the Wild two and sequel to Super Mario Odyssey. Have fun, guys. Kirby, also. I knew you got the Kirby of us, but like. Splatoon. Oh, actually, next year for Nintendo's huge. Yeah, they got Splatoon. Splatoon we have Splatoon 3 and Zelda confirmed Kirby. for next year. And Kirby. Look, there's like seven Kirby fans in the freaking world. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I know Kirby has a pretty large fan base. Yeah. Action Adventure Kirby is definitely something to keep an eye on. Yeah. It's not going to be anything special. I, I know it's going to be a solid game. Yeah. But like, no, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, is, is it really? You have three large. I'm just saying, those are their three large titles, and then we're gonna get the curveballs again. The random curveball, like here's Metroid Prime Four. That's another one that we're waiting on. Yeah. <laughs> uh or another old franchise that they're like, hey, we gave it to another company. That would be opportunistic to, re to revitalize. Could you imagine another Kid Icarus? Just randomly. I would just love like games that we haven't had in a while. Like, can we get another punch out? We can get another punch out. I would like another F Zero game. That's, uh, who? that's not that's not the uh N64 one. <laughs> <laughs> so technically they gave us an N64 game this year. <laughs> yeah. Whenever F Zero decides to come to the Nintendo 64 thing. Yeah. Because they announced it, but it's not on the system yet. Which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Give us punch out. Give us punch out. <laughs> Zero. Um I would actually like punch out, especially if they actually rebrand if they brought back the original branding as Mike Tyson's punch out. Nah, we, we where don't. Mike Tyson is the final boss again. Nah, Mike Tyson has like grown as a person. He's no longer this vicious monster. No, it doesn't have to. He doesn't just, have I, to be. He's just scary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like Punch Out died so arms could Sort of walk, but <laughs> I have so many. I miss um, I miss arms, man. It wasn't it, like as someone who played the game, it had its issues. 
Um, there was a five frame delay between fucking motion. I'm going to have to bleep that out <laughs> uh, between motion controls and pro control. Yes. Which was an issue and had other issues, but yeah. Arms, arms was the game that could. Uh, you know what, what killed arms? Splatoon. Splatoon coming out like a month after. <laughs> a week after. They released in the same month. Did they? They both released in June. One released in the beginning of June. Splatoon released the third week of June. I, mean, I guess I was like so busy like playing arms competitively a little bit at yeah. the little spots that would have yeah. competitive arms. That you didn't realize that it. That I didn't realize it was in the same month. Yeah. But that's a big maybe. Because like once like like it started dying out and I was like, oh, I have Splatoon. And then I started playing Splatoon. And there was yeah, Splatoon June tournament. 16th. And when was ARMS was June 16th? June 16th for ARMS. Oh, July 21st. I mean, that's still like... That's basically the same month. That's like a month apart. Yeah. (laughs) That's nothing in game time. That is literally nothing in game time. Especially a a game like ARMS and Splatoon, which are both visually visually competitive games. Yeah. That's like putting... That's almost like doing what uh, happened with uh, Call of Duty... And Battlefield and Titanfall, where like Titanfall released in between both of those two. Which is which is objectively the better game, which is what drove me nuts. Uh, yes, <laughs> we, we understand this, but to the gaming corpos, it's like, oh man, this is going to be great. Titanfall will do fine, right? We'll put it right there in the middle between Call of Duty and Battlefield. Yes. <laughs> I think, I think what, why Nintendo does so well with their releases and why they is because they keep putting their senior developers in actual leadership roles. Well, yeah. Also they have actual leaders, but well, no, 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 but they, they've done every, if you look at their leaders, they've done every part of game development. Yes. So they actually understand. They do even with their crappy business practices from time to time, but that's Nintendo for you. Yeah. Again, that's most video game companies. When you think about it, not Sony. Uh, Sony's definitely back and forth on it a lot too. Yeah, Sony makes a lot of mistakes that you just sit here like, but you had it right literally a year before. What changed? <laughs> a lot of things changed. Look at that! Look at them finally confirming that they're working on a competitor to Games Pass. And why do and I feel 90% like ninety percent of us are like, you already have one. Just change but how that why? interface works. No. no. <laughs> why do I feel like? It's a going to be a third separate service that you're going to have to pay for. Because that's Sony. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love them, but like they're going to be that dumb. Like, I know they are. Oh. It's going to be dumb. It's like Games Pass is literally what PlayStation Plus and PS Now together would be. Yeah. Just, just, just do that. Just take PlayStation Now and put it at PS Plus. I have been saying this for how many episodes is this now? I've been saying this for 172 episodes of Decode. <laughs> Just take PlayStation now and put it with PlayStation Plus. And I think the gaming public has reiterated this, if Multiple not as times. much. Yeah. And it's like, how do you not read the room? How? How? Like, Because Sony, this, this, is, this is more Sony. I'm not talking about Sony game development. 
This Sony executive. Sony, yeah. This is just Sony as Sony as a corporation has always said that they do not make mistakes. That is actually in their like they as a company do not make mistakes. Um. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's a that's a lie. That's yes. a big, yeah. But that's how they want to because they say, oh, if we admit that we make a mistake, we're no longer perfect. Therefore, we're no longer a premium product. It's it's they're copying what Apple does. Except at like Well, uh, anyone want to tell them that that's a stupid idea? Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they've been told it's a stupid idea. So, uh, how are those TVs selling, Sony? <laughs> well, the new Bravia 65-inch OLED one that they're trying to push along with the PS5s seems to be doing okay. It's not no. It's sad when a Samsung monitor, which is an extra wide monitor, curved monitor, works better on the on the PS5 than the uh for the same price. Yes. A 34-inch curved monitor works 10 times better and looks nice. There are a lot of TVs that work better than most Sony TVs. <sighs> I think like Sony is still in this mindset that like their name as a brand carries them carries them and it's like no the it, camera department has come back i will say this they have chipped away at the market share of both canon and nikon yes like their mirrorless cameras are some of the best on the market period mm-hmm. i will not argue against that their mp3 players are still some of the best on the market if you're in that if you're in that terrible terrible hole that i am that is an audio person <laughs> <laughs> You want to talk about a money pit? <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, I can sell you $800 cables that isolate sound and electricity so your sound is clearer and deeper. I wish I was joking. I really no, I know you're not joking. It's an HDMI cable. <laughs> yeah, I just recently learned about like HD. Oh, forget what it was. It was like a new type of HDMI that was out recently. Uh, like, 2.2? Yeah, like that yeah. came out. And I just found, like, I literally just this week yeah. found out about it. And yeah. I was like, what is this? How does it work? Do I need it? <laughs> uh, it just has an extra lane of bandwidth. Uh, for newer stuff, yes, you will need it. Okay. For older stuff, it doesn't really matter. Okay. I'm just saying, I want to get the most out of my PS5. Like, I finally, I would, yes, I finally no, get, got yes, get an a, HD get, 4K get, no, 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 no. <laughs> get those HDMIs, the new ones, the new standard, for that. Mm-hmm. No, it no. The HDMI that the PlayStation comes with has that. It's supposed to. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no. That, that is the that is the HDMI. That it okay. Comes with. So yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying. I bought. I got a new TV with my P. Like I sat on it this long, getting an HD TV, 4K. No, no. The cable <laughs> that it comes with is the proper cable for the PlayStation. 5. Okay. So you don't have to worry about that. If you have a receiver, though. Like how I have, because mm-hmm. I have a thing with multiple inputs. Okay. Make sure that can accept 4K and the cord out of that is the right HDMI as well. Okay. 2.1 that isn't Garbo. Yeah. Is what it needs. No, the 2.1 that's with the PS5 is actually fine. Yeah, I, no, I don't, yeah. I don't understand why people say it's garbage. I never got the that. The length. Oh, yeah, it's kind of short. Yeah. It's everyone's. The reason why they call it Garbo is because it's too short. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It's short. Mm-hmm. Because I've heard people be like, oh, the 2.1 that it packs in is terrible. And I'm like, no. No, <laughs> it's, it's not terrible. It, it's a short cable. That's what everyone's really complaining about. Yeah. I mean, um, the way my setup is, it's literally right next to yeah, my TV. So, yeah. So. Yeah. 
I mean, my... I've gotten a lot of use of my Xbox. This week, I'll probably be playing my PlayStation more because now that I have Kena, I can actually play it. Yeah. Kena's so. a good game. Yeah. Um, Speaking of good and bad games, let's dive into... Oh God. Uh, let's dive into some of the games that we have played and what we want to personally spotlight as some of the worst games of 2021. Shall I start? Yeah, go right ahead. Okay, so one of the worst games I played this year was a game I played earlier in the year, and I streamed it for you guys. So if you remember Werewolf of the Apocalypse, <laughs> <laughs> that game was terrible bad. And I know we had a lot of fun, like, showing it off and doing all this stream. Doesn't mean that it's not a bad <laughs> game. But my God, I, I wanted... <laughs> <laughs> I stand alone. Um, yeah, it, it, it made me revisit memories of the old Prince of Persia games with Godsmack soundtracks. Um, <laughs> is it, it so like it's a serviceable like beat 'em up? I guess would be the genre it's in. But man, is it a bad game. Like, it's really bad. And it's definitely one that I would highlight as one of the worst games I've played in 2021. <laughs> so do I get another yeah, while you, while right you try ahead. to think about it? Also, Samurai Warriors 5 sucked. I'm sorry. I, I let <laughs> see, see, this is where this is where I have to put it ass. I, I, I have to actually pick a fight with you on that one. Is it is it a good game? No. Did it get better with patches? Yes. No. No, it got better with patches. The issue is the game at its base is so archaic. That's the problem. Where you say where it was mediocre? Nah, man. I'm harsher. That game was trash. Samurai Wars 5 needed to end like 80 stages earlier than what it did. <laughs> It also has too many damn characters. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to disagree with that. There's too many characters in Samurai Wars for you. Oh my god! Uh, well, I, I would put it asterisk next to Balan Wonderworld because, like, if you look at like how see, uh, how that game was received critically, really? it's probably like one of the worst rated games on Metacritic right now. It is, but, but I enjoyed it. No, no, no I didn't, here's I, the thing. No, no. I had to take a step back because originally that was one of my worst games for me. Uh huh. And then I sat and thought about it and said, if I actually ported this to the Genesis or the Dreamcast, <laughs> a backwards port. Yes. <laughs> if I think about it like that, it's a serviceable game. If I think about it as a game that was meant to be on the Dreamcast or the Genesis and was released on PC. Fine. Mm. It's fine when you put, when you take into account that the guy has not moved past 1996. I guess. <laughs> so like Balan Wonderland has like that asterisk on it for me. Yeah. Um, um I'd have to, it didn't come out this year, but I did play a bunch of Apex. So, you know, so speaking of Apex, I think Apex Legends on the Switch is terrible. No, Apex Legends on the Switch is actually 
better. No, it's not. No, here's why. No, it's not. No, here's why. It is terrible to play. I have on pulled that more wing wins on the Switch version than PC because the render distance is set the far automatically, but everyone's resolution is set so the textures are set to the lowest thing possible, so no one can actually hide. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, so, so here's my thing. Apex for me, here's my issue with Apex. How does every patch the game gets more unstable? <laughs> when you have, when, when you release a patch or a new hero and it's like, yeah, the servers are all playable, but the 3v3 mode's playable. Like, we'll use the same servers? I, the game is just, a, it's like, EA, throw them some infrastructure money, please. I can't stand this anymore. Literally, the game goes down. The game goes down and dies more times than people have used their grandmothers as an excuse to get out of test. <laughs> like it's bad. No, I definitely think the Switch version was atrocious. For There's a phone version coming, so you might have to hold that. Hold oh, on no. to that one. Um, you know what else was like a really terrible release that like. Even at its initial price of free, when it was free for PlayStation Plus, um, Destruction All-Stars. <laughs> that game was bad. Capital B bad. Yeah. I, I, that game had no soul. Like, I played it and I was like, every, I played it for like 30 minutes. And in that 30 minutes, I felt like I had seen everything the game had to offer. And I was like, this I'm gonna is... confuse these two games, but did Rocket Arena come out this year? I don't know if it did. Because Rocket Arena and Knockout City. Knockout City was this year. Yeah. So Rocket Arena was last year. It was now. last year. Okay. Yeah. So then uh Knockout City. Great game at the start. I think it had a lot of like streamer hype behind it just because like the way the game was designed yeah has has those moments built in but that was it like outside that of that there's no depth to that game yeah, whatsoever yeah there's no depth to that game whatsoever it's a good esport game i would say if it could take off maybe a 3v3 dodgeball game i mean we're seeing that that same kind of idea with that wrestling battle royale yeah that one looks weird yeah, but like I like that they're trying to do something different with the genre. But at this point, I think a lot of people are just so tired of the battle last Royale. battle royale game, which went back to its roots, is Fall Guys. Because it's what it's little. It's literally it's a it's a most extreme a little most extreme <laughs> elimination challenge of the game. Yeah, but um, like PUBG is still up there. Yeah, Fortnite's always going to be popular. Apex is always going to be popular. Fall Guys is like up there too every season. Yeah, every new season it comes out and is like the most played, most streamed, everything. Uh well, we already spoke about Square Enix's failure. Oh, that uh, was Avengers. I don't. I feel like not Avengers, Avengers. Not Avengers. The other one. Uh, the Ludum Shooter gun one that was Outriders? Diablo. So, Outriders. Like, I wouldn't put Outriders as a bad game. I think we spoke about it two weeks ago. We gave it like disappointment. It was a bad game because it took them three months to fix an inventory glitch. <laughs> it wasn't their priority. I don't want to have to re-roll a character every day. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, that was bad. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say the game. I was would bad. say um, this is this is one of my games. Humankind came out this August. Um, I think the stream froze. Did we freeze? Yeah, I think the stream froze on the website, not okay. us, because we didn't drop. Um, I think. Uh, what's it called? I, I think humankind had the right direction, but they wanted to do too much. Mm. The menu layout is um, is atrocious. It's it's supposed to be another take on the civilization genre, you know. So Civ, so think of Civ Five, Civ Six, right? But here's a bunch of extra stuff. What Civilization has done, and the reason why it's popular is it takes a lot of the decision making and automates it. This one does not. This one makes sure, like, hey, here's your here's your outpost. You can eventually turn it into a city. When do I turn it into the city? You have to hit these arbitrary markers. How do I hit those markers? We don't, we're not going to tell you how. You just have to discover it yourself. Yeah. So I had one city and I thought I had like 20 cities. No, I had one city and like 20 outposts that were about the same size and population density of a city. Mm. But they were outposts. They weren't towns or anything like that. And I'm just like, so how do I upgrade them to... You have to go within a menu, within a menu, within a menu to turn it to upgrade it to a city. And I'm just like, why? Because reasons. It was just, it was just not, yeah, it was just not great. Trolley. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Um, if I had to go with one game that like I'm glad I was able to get a refund on, like that's how bad this game Nick was. Tunes? No, because I got a refund on that in the uh, day of. And the tunes at least tried. This game oh, didn't. did not try. What? At all. What game? And I was almost going to stream it, but then I'm glad I decided not to. And that was Nerf Legends. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Which wins I my personal award for worst game of 2021. I forgot that game came out. <laughs> Nerf Legends is the most uninspired anything that I ever had to put my hands on to play it tries to be nerf overwatch <laughs> oh, God. and it fails at everything now i'm not gonna lie i had so fun with like the the single player challenge modes where it's like a lot of it's like running jumping, running and jumping and gunning and hitting targets and stuff yeah, like doing that the fun stuff yeah i was like that's cool you know but like the actual PvP component of it. Terrible. It's terrible. For me, Skatebird. <laughs> Skatebird was a disappointment. Skatebird? I mean, that game was not gonna be a good game, like the way from the way it looked. Like I had hopes for it because we haven't had a skateboard game and like a skate game in such a long time. Yeah. And I didn't feel like digging out my original Xbox to play Tony Hawk. Honestly, I mean, they, they had we had the uh the this Tony Hawk. Before ones. I knew that the, the remakes were coming out. <laughs> Skatebird, I was just like, uh, the collision's off. Like, certain things were off. Like, you could tell that was an indie game. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but a straight disappointment worst game of the year was Nicktoons for me. Nicktoons, uh, you're talking about the uh, Nickelodeon All-Stars? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Gino's personal worst game of the year, Nickelodeon All-Stars. Mine was Nerf Legends. Uh, let's go. What did you expect to be a terrible game? And then you turned out to be like, wait, this is actually good. Honestly, Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Even Hot Wheels? Hot Wheels, I knew, would have at least been good. I didn't think it was, because whenever I see one of those um, tie-in, like, with a major franchise game, I always have this terrible feeling that, oh, it's going to be phoned in, it's going to be broke, it's going to be buggy mess. Yeah. And this was actually, like, a proper so, game so that my, my thing with Guardians was, uh, when I first heard that it was the Deuce... Uh, Deus Ex Deus, people. Deus Ex people doing an action-adventure game, I was like, I don't know if that's going to work, because the trailers showed it as like a very generic like shooter type yeah. game but then when you actually play it, you're like no this is an action rpg holy crap this works yeah and you know what i blame for that i blame the fact that square doesn't know how to make trailers i th- i very i do think that their marketing department is definitely like one that needs work yeah because like because that's that is- I, th- I feel like the way the game was initially marketed like the at least like the one or two trailers that i initially saw yeah i like i couldn't get a really i'm like what is this play like it looks like it's just like god of war with guns. that's what like, i thought uh-huh. it was gonna play like too but then um i had a friend who did like the one of the tests for mm-hmm. it and he's like no it's deus ex just with guardians of the galaxy and i'm just like yeah so they're marketing it wrong. And they did that same mistake with Deus Ex. Yes. They marketed Deus Ex as this GTA like game. And it's like, no, this is an <laughs> RPG with guns. Yeah. And you can literally approach the problem however you want. So like Guardians of the Galaxy, I was prepared to ignore. But when all the reviews started coming out and they were like, yeah, this game's actually really good. I'm like. I need to see this like <laughs> in person. I'd have to play this in person. And I'm so glad I did. Um, Cause that was definitely one game that uh, I thought was going to be a flop, uh, not be good at all. Hot wheels. I was like, you know what? From like, when you watch the trailers and like that, I was like from the trailer, I was like, okay, this looks like it's going to be fairly competent. So I thought it was just going to be good. And it exceeded like expectations. my good expectations. expectations yeah. Guardians. I thought was just going to flat out suck. I was like, I'm going to play um, this and it's going to be awful. And I'm like, oh my God, no. <laughs> for me, it was this game called Beavington. Okay. <laughs> um, which at first sounds really dumb, but do you remember Warcraft? Like that kind of genre yes. of RTS, Age mm-hmm. of Empire? Like, yeah, it's that with beavers. And I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be dumb. No, I got an actual city simulation game with armies and everything with beavers. And I'm like, this exceeded <laughs> all my expectations. Beyond everything. Mm-hmm. It had no right being that good. <laughs> All right. Let's go over, since we're on the subject of good games, let's go over what we felt were some of the best of 2021. What's one game that you were like, uh, we got, what's our time? We got, we got plenty we got of time. Plenty of time. So. Um, Psychonauts 2. Um... These are just my personals. It's Psychonauts 2. It takes two because those are games I played this mm-hmm. year. Um, I I want to count Man Eater because I didn't get a chance to play it until this year. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Because like- it, it did release. And for as for what it was, and we've spoken about this before, Biomutant, I still thoroughly enjoyed. So like... Because it's a game that I think had a lot of potential, but they felt pressured to release it. And when we said this before, they needed someone with experience to for sure focus them. I, I think like, I want to see more from that studio, though. In my as yet unreleased review, because I just don't like literally I wrote a review for this game. Yeah. And the only reason I haven't published it is every time I read over it, I'm like, 
this is not conveying the message that I want to say about this game. Right. And I just could not find the words to be like, this game isn't bad, but it isn't good either. It's like you know this, it it's is? like this really, really well-designed mediocre game. No, like, you, know what, no <laughs> you know what it is? I'll, I'll tell you what it is. It's less about the game. The game in of itself, I'm going to be flat honest with you, is not a good game. Mm-hmm. But the talent behind the game for sure has so much. So your review is more of a review of this game talent, not of the game. I think so. Maybe. I don't know. And I think that's where you where you're probably <laughs> getting stuck on. Because the reality is it's like, yeah, the game's not a good game. I'll be flat out honest with everyone. Mm-hmm. Not a great game. But. There is so much raw potential from what they've shown, what they could do as a bunch of good things that are in the college student. Yeah, it feels like this is like a group of college college students who got together and said, let's throw this at a wall and see what sticks. And the stuff that stuck was okay. It's a thesis paper. (laughs) That's what it is. It feels like a thesis paper. And you know what? If they can get a studio director to hone all their skills to a single point, whatever they design next will probably be an amazing game. Most likely. I definitely see that. Because that talent there is, the talent's not bad. The talent's absolutely great and it actually has me very excited. Yeah. It's it's almost like um, Kena Bridge of Spirits, for example, yeah. where like, this is a very talented team, you know, and these are guys who have movie background. Um, they definitely went a little too trigger happy with trying to patch certain things, which wound up breaking the game more. And then they had to do another patch to fix it. it yeah. Cause like the game at launch was fine. And they were like, Hey, here's this patch that fixes uh camera issues. And I'm like, no, you, you didn't do it. Cause now the camera auto tracks when I have the auto track off. No, stop. <laughs> Just let me play the game. Yeah. So like, they, I think they got a little too hands on over the, the course of the game, which when I was streaming it, literally made me not want to stream it because I'm like... It God, felt like an unfinished product. No, it wasn't that it was unfinished. I was like, you guys had it right at launch. You didn't have to touch it. Okay. But I, I guess they wanted to do patches because they saw that there were certain things that were breaking the game. If you watch some of the speed Wait, runs, they are all college-age devs? For I, Biomutant? Okay. For, for Biomutant? Okay, you know what? Like, I actually want to see what else that team comes out with then. For sure. I hope they get another game. But I really, it's one of those teams that I'm like, these guys need, need another game. They, they definitely need uh, another game. Oh, he's talking about Poppy Playground. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> anyway, Biomune, that, that team is a very talented team. I think they just need, like... Direction. Uh, they, they need, need a better a, director. They need a director <laughs> to actually direct them. Yeah. Um, but going on uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits, yeah. um, which for me personally, I thought was a really good game. If not great, like I really love that game. Uh, I just felt like they were they were a little too handsy on like let's fix this, let's fix this. Like guys, too many, too many uh, cooks <laughs> dealing with the soup kind yeah. of way. Yeah, okay, it's that's like, fair. It's, it tastes fine. No, I don't need more salt. Stop putting salt. <laughs> that's too much salt now. <laughs> and then they redo the soup and they're like, like oh. no. but no, like uh, like after like a few months after when they finally were like, okay, here's this last patch. The game is like an amazing. Spot. I'll probably revisit it soon okay. at some point. Uh, just for stream purposes, because um, but the game is really good. I think the only other game that I felt that kind of way that I think that was that was good, and then patches kind of broke it, was um, Guilty Gear Strive. Yeah, mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Strive is a mess. <laughs> no. And, and this is just actually Strive is also one of those games that I had a lot of hype for, but it disappointed me because mm-hmm. I felt like they didn't listen to the feedback. My biggest complaint about Strive is the game sucks if you're not perfect. I guess. And what I mean is if you make one mistake, just put your controller down. Yeah. Because it has something to do with the damage output. That's why. Mm -hmm. Everyone's damage output has to be scaled down. No, I was like, for me, I feel like I'm always uh, the odd man out when it comes into, especially fighting games. Because like the best fighting game that released this year, apparently it was popular enough that Sega is going to make a new one. But Virtua Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown was fantastic. Yeah. And then I don't see... Like everyone's like, I want to play Strive. I want to play Melty. I want to do because of the new ones. And here's the thing: the people who are talking about Virtual Fighter Five, it's an age. Apparently, me because we're old. No, 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 no. This is something I noticed recently. It's the old guard FGC. Is that what it is? It's the old guard FGC. The people who aren't on on social media because their social media was the SRK forums, which Sony has taken down now. (laughs) Um, after they bought Evo. But no, no, it, it, like as much as it seems like I'm joking. No, it, it's that's exactly why we actually just had this conversation and um, bum last night who runs um, a bunch of events here. We've been struggling with our local here at the cafe. All locals are apparently struggling with strive because everyone's equating rollback net code with playing in person as exactly the same. And it's not. No. <laughs> and obviously because of COVID and things like that, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of things. I think the biggest disservice that Strive did was implement the daily tournament system where you can win prizing <laughs> in the game. So it just makes locals completely pointless. Um, that's just my complaint about the game. Mm-hmm. I think, and it's funny that I'm mentioning this, I think Street Fighter... Like the goal, the old guard that is talking a lot about Virtual Fighter and King of Fighters right now, yeah, are the people who play Street Fighter Five. Oh, for sure. Like they only play the Capcom games because they're like, no, no, no this is exactly what we want. <laughs> this is what we want from a game. Mm-hmm. Sometimes keeping it simple is what it, works the most. Yeah, like that, and that's that's to me what, what held Virtual Fighter Five into such high degree. Like. On paper, it's a simple game. Obviously, when you get to learn it and play it, like, this is like, oh, man, this is a game you is have to master. Is the car still choosable? No. I want the car back in the game. No, we don't need the car in Virtual Fighter. I want the car. That was terrible. No. I <laughs> loved it because it was just, it was literally the car from, from uh, Cruising USA. Oh, we got the Yakuza content pack where That's we can fine. have our characters dressed up like Yakuza characters. That's all I need. I just... Fine, give me I funny just, looking costumes and then, then give me the hyperdimensia like the hyperdimensia girls. No, we don't need Neptuna. To, no, they just came out with. Uh, you don't want to punch the Dreamcast girl in the face for failing. No. Okay. I want to. <laughs> I want to give her cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll gladly punch the Saturn girl in the face. Oh God, it's terrible. Uh, continuing on with releases that impressed. Um, I mean, yeah, Psychonauts 2. <laughs> Psychonauts 2 is definitely a game that I loved and gave a glowing review for. Hold on, it's there on was our a website. Game that I was surprised that came out. Oh, 
I'm impressed this came out. Back for Blood. That game was terrible. Yeah, I said I was impressed that it actually launched. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, what else came out this year? Oh, Monster Hunter Rise also came out. That, uh, that was an okay game. It was okay. They, they're splitting too much with what's it called, in my opinion. Um, you know what I thought was a, a, a decent JRPG? Tales of Arise was actually pretty good. Yeah, Tales of Arise was actually a pretty good JRPG. Um, I want. I'm trying to think of like something indie that I didn't show off on stream. Uh, Death Door is in another amazing game. Um, Solar Ash, which released recently, is another one that I think was that really one good. Surprised me actually, Solar Ash. Um, Pray for the Gods just randomly dropped on PlayStation and Xbox like yesterday. Really? Yeah, I was like, I've been keeping an eye on this game for a long time. And it's finally out. So for those of you who don't know, Pray for the Gods is obviously inspired by Shadow of the Colossus. Um, and it was, it's been like in this <laughs> development limbo for so long. Yeah. Like I think almost five years now. <laughs> and now it's out. And I was like surprised to see it in the PlayStation store the other day. So I'm surprised. Actually, this is what impressed me that Everspace 2 came out. <laughs> <laughs> Only because the game just... It, it's been marketed for, for three years now. Mm -hmm. As always, coming, I'm like, this game is never coming out. <laughs> it's never going to come. Um, also, Altier Ryza 2, um, Lost Legends of the Secret Fairy. Mm -hmm. I like those RPGs because it doesn't just focus just on combat. There are other leveling mechanics. Right. It's a bit crazy if you're not really into JRPGs because there's also item leveling mm -hmm. and like specific stat leveling that you can do. Regarding through like synthesis of items and stuff like that. But that was actually a very good RPG. Mm -hmm. um, it actually confirmed that they're getting a third game in the series. Lovable cast. Yeah. Um, I, I forgot I, that Neo 2 came out on PC this year. Yeah. Um, we don't talk too much about like some of the Switch releases this year. Um, these I, I don't horrible. think these were like super amazing games but I think they were good so No More Heroes 3 was another one that I thought was pretty decent this yeah. year and uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5 was yeah. another one I was like yeah these are okay like they're they're not super anything Mario though also came out this year and it was like I liked it with oh, Bowser's the, Fury the Bowser's Fury expansion yeah, yeah. I mean like, it's, it's, cool. it's an older game it's so. an older game that's a, with a tech demo essentially yeah. um we forgot Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection eh no you know why I like that game? Because I saw someone snap their pro controller in half. <laughs> I've never laughed so hard in my life. Uh, Bravery Default 2 also came out. So what's funny is I'm not a fan of that game at all. Really? I don't like it. Huh. If I want to play old school JRPGs, I have plenty of old school JRPGs to choose from. That's fair. I like, I like stuff that's up to date. Or like more with the times. And I get that there's an audience for that. I'm not trying to like dismiss it. I'm just saying like for me personally, I look at Bravely Default. I'm like, you guys can have fun with that. I'm going to ignore it because it's just not for me. That's fair. Uh, Crash Bandicoot on the run, which was an iOS game, which was disappointing. It's like they said, oh, there's a Crash Bandicoot coming out this year. I'm thinking, oh, we're getting DLC. No, no. It's, on, it's on the phone. Like, thanks. <laughs> you uh, heard that? No more Heroes 3 was all right. And so was 
Shin Megami Tensei Five. They're okay. They're not anything to write home about. They're just really good games. Listen, still. listen, listen. Shin Megami Tensei Five still takes my best JRPG for the year, but that's only because it it mm-hmm. hits all the notes that I personally want, and I am in a very niche category. The reason why I suffer through Pokemon is because it takes six years between Shin Megami games. I'm not wrong. No, but Shin Megami is basically Pokemon for grown-ups. Yeah. <laughs> we get to collect demons instead of cute little furballs. Who doesn't want that? Don't you want your own army of demon minions that you keep to yourself? Oh, yeah. Oddworld came out this year. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was an okay game. Yeah. It's one of those games that you look at rose-tinted glasses, and then when a new one comes out, you're kind of like, this is stuck in that, in that general era. Yeah. So Our War Soulstorm wasn't, like, terrible. It's just a very difficult game to stream because for me, when I stream, I like... T- I like to be engaging when I stream and I want to talk to people while I'm streaming. Yeah. I want to comment out loud you while I'm streaming. And in Oddworld, I'm like, no, I have to watch everything and focus and concentrate. And I'm like, I got to be quiet and I can't be quiet when I'm streaming. You know, like even when I play Fall Guys, like I'm concentrating, but Fall Guys to me is like so much muscle memory at this point that I can talk as I play prob- Fall You could probably do um, Oddworld after you play it like one or two times. I think so. Like once I have it, know that like once I have the general, the general idea of like this puzzle is this, and then you can just bum rush through it for sure. I think though, um, do you want to know my most infuriating game of the year? Infuriating game of the year. Super Bomberman R. Was that this year? That was online. Yeah, the online Bomberman game that drove me nuts. Um, What else dropped this year? Uh, I think Integrade was a pointless. Integrade was a cash grab. It was a cash grab and it was designed for them to try to sell the game again on PlayStation 5. Yeah. That's literally what it was. Yeah. Legend of Mana also dropped this year. Mario Golf. That was my most disappointing game this year. Mario Golf? Yeah. Because it didn't feel like it played like Mario Golf. It was missing so much. I, I tend to ignore a lot of the Mario sports games. So I'm just like, whatever. Mario, yeah. That was this year. Well, yeah. Was Integrate this year? Yes, yes Integrate, Integrate was, was this, this year. year. It was like February or March around that time frame. Wait, this guy has six dropped this year? Apparently it did. <laughs> dropped in June. I missed that, apparently. I have to go back and play that now. That's not a game, RJ. I refuse to accept that that's a game. <laughs> no it's a game it's also a form of torture <laughs> it's a form of torture it's a form of torture <laughs> let's not let's not beat around the bush um oh the remasters of final fantasy the pixel remasters i never i didn't play them so that was a disappointment because they didn't yes they're remasters but they didn't update the text. So the text only looks good on still like old CRT monitors. So it's dumb crushed and everything. When the mod community has to release a mod pack to make the game legible, Square Enix, you're just doing a cash grab. 
I mean, this is Square Enix we're talking about. True. <laughs> um, the, the, they, they ask that question every week. Hey, if we repackage a Final Fantasy, will it make money? The answer is yes. So that's why they repackage Final Fantasies over and over and over and, aliens fire and over again. I mean, we already said that last week. True. Well, two weeks ago. We already put that on our disappointing. It just got a, a content update. So hopefully it'll pick up. I don't know. No, that I care. <laughs> but overall, do you know what was your personal game of the year? It's actually really kind of hard because there's only two. It's stuck between two. Mm-hmm. It takes two and Psychonauts 2. It takes two and Psychonauts 2. Yeah, for me, like, there's Psychonauts 2, but if there was one game that I had just an absolute blast playing and it was like something that was like, an amazing showcase of the technology of what like the PlayStation can do or what computers can do nowadays. Also, if you play the PC version, uh, Hitman three would be the one that walks away from me. Yeah. Hitman three as my, as my, as my personal game of the year, just cause like the sheer amount of stuff you can do in that game. It's insane. And now that the mod community is now getting their hands on it, it's, People are making their own custom maps. You now. can play it in VR. Yeah. Um, that game in VR really messes with you, actually. I love that game in VR. It's amazing. It's a great game in VR. That in Forza in VR. I haven't seen Forza in VR, so. But Hitman 3, uh, playable in VR, by the way. So if you own a PlayStation VR or if you have... Uh, I'm not sure if it's, uh, it's compatible. On on, it, is, it is on PC VR. So. I haven't seen anything like I've read a lot of articles and stuff about like the PlayStation VR. There's, being... like a, there's a demo version of hmm. VR that the community has made. Okay. Basically, they took the PlayStation version and adapted it to yeah. PC VR. It's really amazing in VR. It's awesome. You know what's not amazing in VR? Doom VR. That game is terrible. Speak for yourself. And in, in PC, it's great. No, it's not. On PC, it was terrible. I, I... Speaking of Doom, I know this is. Did you see the two rats that that scientist trained to play Doom? No. Yeah. He trained two lab rats to play Doom. That's amazing. And now he's going to be streaming their Doom speed runs. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, speaking of things that I played this year that I thought were really awesome, the Quake remaster. Well, oh, remaster, yeah. Um, <laughs> one of the best things they did, they just recently launched a, a horde mode oh, God. for it with its own levels and everything. Oh, no. It is some of the greatest old school shooting I have ever played. And Quake was ten dollars. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the one game that did impress me was the fact that we're getting a forty k two Space Marine. Oh, Space Marine two from the Game Awards. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna. Because I remember when I first showed you those games, and you, you and Wally were like, "Wait, this looks amazing. This is Gears of War <laughs> with orcs." <laughs> we are we are big fans of the Warhammer forty k. Like I've Varg! I've always been a big fan of Warhammer forty k. Uh, I know that Warhammer has like the medieval stuff, the, yeah, six, the original six, stuff. The original stuff yeah. and that, but for me, what really got me into Warhammer was when I first saw the, 40, the 40k stuff. Which um, race did you did you want to play? I, I didn't care about it. I was just I played the games and I yeah. like I never played like the actual tabletop. Oh, tabletop? Okay. I collected some of the minis, that's about it. Um right. but Space Marine and um there was one on PlayStation 2, Fire 
I can't remember the name of it. But it was uh, a, I know the one you're talking about. It was, uh, a, it was a PlayStation yeah. 2 FPS. Yeah, I remember that one. Um, those two are like some of the best Warhammer 40k games out there. Unfortunately, everything else is kind of like meh. Yeah. <laughs> Which sucks and tells you about the state of like a lot of the Warhammer games. But <laughs> Yeah, that, that actually tells you a lot of the state of the company as well. Yeah, that's it. So anyway, uh, Hitman 3, my personal game of the year. Gino, you said yours was it takes two. It takes two of Psychonauts. You can't decide. Two, yeah, yeah. Um, but that just means We're basically the same reasons. <laughs> <laughs> that just means we have to fully showcase Digital Era Entertainment as a whole's decision on our top ten games of the year, which will be out later this year. That video is coming to you. We are wrapping up on some uh, voiceover work, and you will get to see our end of the year special for our top 10 games of the year of 2021. This is from digital era entertainment as a whole. <laughs> I probably in a week. We hope <laughs> uh, that'll be, that'll be a fast turnaround time for sure. Um, but uh, I'm excited to have this done. Uh, I'm excited to, for, for you all to see it. Um, who will win our overall game of the year? You'll have to find out. Um, but if you were listening to this show, you got a good hint at some of the games that might make that list. Uh, some of the ones we mentioned are definitely going to be on that top 10 list for sure. Uh, <laughs> anyways, guys, that's going to do it for today's show. We're going to have my little buddy in the chat handle some of the commands. Uh, but if we can go ahead and get that discord command into D chat, um, you can check out and keep the conversation going over in our discord. Feel free to tag me at Omega Z. And, uh, you can, uh, talk with us about all things gaming and all the other different chats that we have in our discord as well. Uh, as always, you can go to our website for all of our social media links, podcasts, written content, and more. That's at digitalerentertainment.com, weird.com. And if you want to support us more, we have our merch. You can check out all of our merchandise over at our Stream Elements shop. We have our D hoodie, our D t-shirts, D sweaters, D mug for your beverage of choice as well. And if you wish to support us even further on top of the merch, we also have our sponsor image anime where you can use promo code discount 20 for 20% off all in-stock items at our sponsor, Image Anime, imageanime.com. That code is good until the end of the year. Image Anime also has a pop-up shop over at the Waypoint Cafe right here, where we record this lovely esports and gaming podcast for you. Image Anime's pop-up is located at 65 Ludlow Street here in the Lower East Side of New York City. Gino is the owner and operator. Yep. The disembodied voice over to the right of me. <laughs> I have a hand. <laughs> Kokorono Pro is still in development. You can check out our upcoming wrestling themed visual novel. Our trailer is live on our YouTube. We'll have more information and more things coming for you within the new year. So stay tuned for all that. We're very happily and eagerly anticipating uh, delivering more news and more information on this awesome new project into your hands. Pokemon Pro is created by our very own RJ Power, who will be on next with some more uh, Great Ace Attorney. 
him and Joel will be teaming up to deliver you some, I think, case four this time. I want to thank you all for dropping on in and checking out the stream. This is going to be the last podcast for the year. We will be returning uh, within the first week of January. Uh, or not. MAGFest. You have MAGFest. Okay, so we'll be returning. Oh, so you want me to call in from <laughs> MAGFest from the land room? Uh, we'll figure something out. We'll figure but, something. <laughs> <laughs> we will be off for the uh, end of the year holidays. So this is us wishing you all a happy holidays and a safe new year from all of us here at Decode. Don't worry, because the rest of the Digitator entertainment streams will continue as is. Those will remain unaffected uh, unless otherwise noted, which you find out on all of our social media content and all those links that we provided to you in the chat. That's going to be it for today's episode. Thanks again for stopping on by. And as always, until next time, you've been decoded. Decoded.